0: Ladies and gentlemen, it's Kenny Buller here, your co host of the Second Floor podcast. On today's Jungle Series episode, we bring to you, back to the studio, Anthony Zorzetto. Now, I very well knew there was going to be someone I wanted to bring back from our roster of amazing guests to the Jungle Series. Normally, You know how it is, we jump right into the jungle, we start talking right away, and we get deep into our topic. Today it's really important for me to explain to you why this needs an introduction. First and foremost, if you're 18 years and older, keep listening. If you are under 18, please press pause, press stop, and revisit this episode when you're 18 and up. Um, I just feel like that's an important disclaimer to mention. We talk about psychedelics, we mentioned psilocybin, what that experience was like for Anthony and what that experience was like for me at a time where we did it um, at separate times and where for the both of us we realized through the benefits of doing it how much it helped us really find certain answers that we were looking for at the time. If you don't know who Anthony is, I highly encourage you to either choose to listen to his initial episode with us um, first or after this episode. Anthony was someone who was the very first, let's say, survivor we brought on to the podcast, demonstrating and explaining his full story from beginning to end of how he got out of his cocaine addiction. So yeah, you're probably wondering, well, what the hell? He got out of a cocaine addiction, and now you guys are talking about consuming psychedelics. Well, let's just be clear here. Anthony Zorzetto is not in any way, shape, or form addicted to psychedelics. He actually very rarely even does it. This was just at a point in time during the coronavirus where he very much so needed to face his demons. He decided to do it, and he explains in full detail what that experience looked like. And you know what? I'm a big believer in when someone explains to me a deep dark secret or something of that matter that they would normally be used to sharing in private, and they share it publicly, and to me, I'm very open to doing the same. So you guys are going to get a little bit of a taste of uh, certain moments in my life where I look for answers and where I wanted to get to a deeper level with certain people whom I had that experience with, and of course we back that up with the scientifically based evidence. We have to, right? So we talk a little bit about, you know, what, what are some certain factors that just aren't true about psilocybin, certain ones that are, and uh, pretty much, we're gonna take you on a little ride of what that experience looked like. So uh, brace yourselves, put your seatbelt on, and get ready to elevate all the way to the second floor's Jungle Series with the one and only Anthony Zorzetto. Here we go. All right, let's do this, brother. Right on, man. How are we doing today, Anthony? I'm doing so good. It's good to have you back, man. you too, man. Damn, like honestly, You're the first guest that we're bringing back for the second time. Oh right on. I'm yeah. blessed. I'm honored. I wanted to do that more often. Kind yeah. of like that Joe Rogan-esque where you know you have your true few. Yeah, yeah. Like some of your good friends. Yeah, for sure. Or even some of the people who you yeah. know like. Especially for you. Yeah. There's more to you than just the story you shared. I'm an onion. You know? Yeah. <laughs> and we're just we're just gonna keep peeling you back. Yeah, sounds good, <laughs>
1: yeah. I'll be the Brandon Schwab of yes a, of a JRE.
0: In, in my opinion, yeah. I just want to first of all um, acknowledge you man for with this entire quarantine we've been living through for a very long time and especially the good news now as we've just started recording we're pretty much at that stage one level where people are starting to go out more I'm actually physically able to have you in the new studio and I acknowledge you for keeping busy during that time Right. I mean, with a couple of Facebook, uh, Instagram lives that you've done and you not being afraid to obviously be vulnerable and and showcase certain stories during this time to let people know that even someone such as yourself is going through the same hardships like other people.
1: Yeah. hundred percent. You know, the vulnerability uh, reminds me of the whole COVID situation here too, because it's the new normal. So me being vulnerable, uh, people will say, you know, I'll get complimented a lot, which I appreciate big time. But it's uh it's just the new normal to me, just like how COVID now everyone's like kind of it's the new normal, you know what I mean? No one's freaking out so bad
0: anymore, and yep. you know what I mean? It's uh totally, it's good. That's true, man. Yeah, I wanted to uh, actually do something funny. I didn't want to show you until we'd actually go live. <laughs> okay. uh, I myself have been uh, you know planting certain seeds during the quarantine. Yeah, and it. It needed me to do something that I once did five years ago yeah. that I never thought I'd do again, okay. and I'm about to do the the reveal right, right now. I'm going to take this hat off, and I want to see your immediate reaction okay. without you even knowing the context behind it. <laughs> okay. So you ready? Yeah, I'm ready, man. Okay, guys, here we go. Anthony has not, he does not know, and he's not seen this before. And then you tell me whether or not, if comfortably you can with the conversation we planned, okay. if I still keep my hat off. Okay. Okay, you ready? <laughs> yeah. One, two, three, boom. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
1: Put that shit on. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm grandpa, dude. You know, that's awesome, man. Grandpa I'm Kenny. Yeah.
1: i look at Let me see the back a little bit. You know what? Look, check <laughs> it out. <laughs> We're full on grandpa Ketty right now.
0: Though. <laughs> like, it, it happened. That's a beautiful cul-de-sac. You know what? I figured that uh, sometimes when you're starting to make skits... And you really gotta get in the character. Yeah. You just gotta shave it off. All in, man. You're a method <laughs> actor. Tom I'm Hardy, look a- out. I, yeah, speaking of drugs, <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. we're gonna get into that. Yeah, it's like
0: fear and loathing. Yeah. But I mean, I I, I love your immediate reaction because you you said put it back on. <laughs> Would that make you feel more comfortable? Uh, you know what? I don't,
1: it, it, nothing can make me uncomfortable anymore, man. So That's whatever true. you wanna do. I'm
0: probably, you know what, we'll start with it, and depending on how you, you react and look at me, it, you start giving me less eye
1: contact. Yeah, I feel like I'm talking to my elder now, actually, yeah. so this this might be all right. We're going to get more wise.
0: Yeah. But you know what, man? I uh, Yeah, I needed to do it. We are planning a skit. It's already going to be out by the time this uh, launches, so if you're listening to this and you want to see the skit, uh, we're going to... We don't know what it's going to be called yet, but it's associated with barbershops being closed during the quarantine. Yeah, I like it. It's the part two version of what I initially did where my mom and my brother cut my hair. Okay. And then during that time, I felt like, you know what? My brother's like, we got to do a part two. And we'll, we'll include Omid and his great theatrical experiences of showcasing it on video. And we'll do something fun. So when it's out, I encourage you to check it out. Yeah, I'll check and it you, out. you'll see this in its full form. I'm super happy that that had a purpose, by the way. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> for a skit. If I, if, if I told you I did this for fun, you'd have to be like, Kenny, we need to talk. <laughs> yeah. Are you on drugs? Like, what's yeah. going on? Or
1: you have the next level of, of confidence that we all need. Because yeah. you're like, fuck it. This is what
0: I look like now. I rocking it <laughs> yeah. if this becomes the new fade look bro I'll die It'll be hilarious. you might have started something man yeah. <laughs> I love it but you know what man let's um, let's talk about what we came here to talk about first because I think it was uh, really important when you shared with me Anthony that time you called me not too long ago and said that you had this like new redefining moment yeah yeah right and I'm just gonna add a disclaimer um, for anything that we end up talking about here guys. Uh, it's not meant for all ages. I'll just say that right off the bat. So if you're 18 plus, uh, this is more catered to you. And also if you feel at all influenced by doing anything that we share and talk about, um, that's not our intention. We're not no. here to tell you, hey, do this particular experience that made us feel this way. It's just simply based off of uh, what we found for ourselves, And it's different for everybody. Yeah. So I think it's just fair to say that. Yeah. But also give note that um, this is something that definitely when you and I both did it and you brought it to me, we felt comfortable in sharing it to other people. 100. percent. So we hope by doing so, yeah. especially after our first episode together, other people feel more inclined to share their version of it. Sure. And I'm sure with this still entailing yeah. drugs, it's more so on the positive end. That's right. And I even hate calling this a drug in general because yeah. with more research that I've personally done, and with other um, elements associated with psilocybin, mm-hmm. there's been a lot of breakthrough studies on how positive it can be for your health. Yeah. Um, not to say you do it every day. Yeah. No. But um let's talk about it man why don't I get you to just share with me wherever you want to share and tell regarding your story of what changed for you big time when not too long ago you decided to dive into it yeah sounds good man so um, I've been doing lots of research uh, on
1: psilocybin and uh, listening to lots of uh, people on podcasts like people that know their shit Joe Rogan all those guys talking about psychedelics and what psychedelics can do for you, especially if you're doing a guided psychedelic psychedelic session. So, more or less, that's kind of what I did. Um, I took I took the mushrooms, uh, psilocybin, and I did the I did the classic. It, they came in capsules first of all, and I did the classic uh, when you ingest drugs. You take one, you're like, all right, you know, what time is it? Okay, it's like 45 minutes. It's not hitting me yet. An hour, oh my God, I'm going to take another one. And then I was like, still nothing. And then I took another one. And like, if you look at my weight and my height and uh, how active I am and stuff, one's good. One's good. I took three. Yeah. So all of a sudden, I'm sitting in my room, or sitting in the living room, and I'm sitting there and I'm watching uh, Kevin Hart because I want to stay. I've gone to the dark side before on psilocybin. And I must say, the last time I did psilocybin was 12 years ago. So this isn't something I do all the time. I'm Glad you mentioned that. When I did do it 12 years ago, I did it to get fucked up. Like I was camping with my buddies, and the only purpose was to just get messed up. That was it. And I think that's really important when you take psilocybin. You're taking it for for a purpose. It's gonna give you whatever you want it to. If you're taking it to go to a concert and get like messed up and go crazy, that's what's gonna happen. If you're taking it to rid yourself of some kind of addiction or get into a uh, open your third eye and get into a different realm of energy and subconsciousness that's what's going to happen too but you got to be smart about it that's what i wanted to do uh this time it sets the
0: intention that's what you really need to do yeah you need to really fundamentally understand prior to doing this what am i searching for yeah and it will take you there 100 it really will that's why there's the constant notion of bad trip yeah well what was your mind where was your mind at prior to when you took that drug that's right and what were you telling yourself that's, be, that's huge man the purpose.
1: Yeah, you have to be ready for it. And I, I was ready for it. So I'll say the the reason I wanted to do it is because I kept I kept is starting to get warm outside right and a trigger for me is when it gets warm outside. I want to I want to drink beer beer quenches my thirst it always has but my biggest problem was I can't just stop at one. Uh, I I would uh, I would drink to get drunk. I would appreciate the first couple of beers and then I would have like, let's say a craft beer or something from like Alley Cat, like a, a nice beer, and Erdinger or whatever. I would have the first two and it would be that. And then after that, I could switch just as quickly to like Molson Canadian
0: yeah, and
1: like, or like, you know, what, you know, something like that is Coors Light, like whatever. Right. And so that, what that told me is I'm drinking to get drunk. I'm not drinking because I'm appreciating the craft of the beer. Right. So I was kind of, I was kind of. Getting tired of that feeling because I already rid myself of any every hard drugs. I'll, I'll never do that again. It's gone, and I always want to. I want to better myself, right? So, uh, yeah, I took psilocybin because I knew that I could actively think about not drinking alcohol anymore, and also make myself this elevated person. And so I'm sitting on my couch and I'm watching some some comedians, right? And not just any comedians. Watching Kevin Hart. So Kevin Hart's like. Big time hustler, right? Like he—he's yeah. a comedian. He's a uh, producer, a director, an actor. He does public speaking. He has like—he's in—he's a partners with like Chase, so they do like money management for people. Yeah. He owns properties. He has a vital hustle. Like it's huge. So just him being in front of me, it wasn't just the comedy. The comedy made light of it, but I'm looking at this person who is like a great entrepreneur and powerful, powerful person. So. I take these things, I'm watching it. And all of a sudden, Kevin Hart just looks at me and he's like, (laughs) Anthony, you're fucked up. And I was like, oh, (laughs) I was like, oh my God. And he started kind of melting. And I'm like, oh shit, that's all hitting me at once. All the psilocybin is just just about to destroy me. So I'm like, all right, I'm like, I'm tough. I got
0: this. Prior to mentioning that, sorry to cut you off, Anthony, you talked about. Purpose, right? Yes, right. What, what purpose or any of that were you telling yourself when you initially took the drug? While Kevin Hart was playing, initially, it, out of
1: curiosity. Initially, I wanted to uh, rid myself of alcohol. Sure. So yeah. So since you and I have talked uh, the first time, I wasn't doing anything at all, and I kind of started being out, uh, like giving myself permission to have a beer or two here and whatever. And then I realized I've started seeing some signs of like, hey, you're you can you can go down this dark path and become an alcoholic. Back I to your point about the, like drinking to yeah, get drunk. Like I'll never, I'll never do drugs again. Like hard drugs. I'll never do that again. But will alcohol be my new drug? That's what I was worried about. That's fair. So I wanted to make sure that I fucking nip that in the ass right away. Beautiful. And that was the intention. That was the intention. Go in there. Yeah. Perfect.
0: Okay. So now Kevin Hart's melting. <laughs> yeah. He's melting. Okay.
1: Back to him melting. So he's melting and he's talking to me. I'm like, holy fuck, this is insane. So I knew I was in for a long run. Um, and, uh, Funny I say long run because I'll tell you in a sec. Uh, I made sure at that time, it was probably about one in the morning or so. I made sure my girlfriend had everything she needed. I put like a glass of water by her bed. I made sure my son, my son was sleeping in, in our bed at the time, I made sure he was okay. Diapers changed, blah, blah, blah. I'm going as fast as I can because I know I'm about to trip out really, really bad. So, and I recognize that feeling because 12 years ago, I took so much. Like, I, probably a horse would get high. So I had that same kind of feeling. You don't forget that shit. So I'm like, okay, I can either sit here, dwell on it, trip out and be afraid, or I can manifest something out of this, right? So that's what I decided to do. So I let a couple minutes, so I thought, pass, but it was actually a couple hours where (laughs) I don't know exactly what happened. I just knew I was in a safe place in my house. But I got to a point where I was not coming down, but it was manageable. So I'm thinking in my head, what can I do? actively right now to make myself a better person and I don't mean just better I'm, I've been obsessed lately of being like an absolute beast like a beast at my craft no one can outwork me no one can out hustle me I'm smart as fuck you know what I mean I'm fit all that kind of stuff
0: you're optimizing every single level of uh, yeah. things that are going on in your life yeah
1: who's at the top look at those people and try
0: to outwork them mm-hmm.
1: that's when I've been like very much obsessed with lately and leading up to this I just kind of dip my toe into it so now I'm high, I'm manage, manageable high, and I step into the shower. I'm like, I need to shower. So I'm stepping in the shower, and it's warm, like normal, like whatever. And I'm like, a, an elite athlete like Kobe Bryant, he didn't do the shit like this. Like he didn't just take a nice shower. He went all the way cold. Like this guy's yeah, a gangster. Yeah. So I went all the way cold. And I'm talking like the people who drowned in the Titanic, I like I could feel that water. And I was oh. thinking about that actually like – Back in the day when people, you know, they died in the Titanic, like that water was stupid, stupid cold. And I was appreciating that. Like and I could feel it. Like I was like feeling the same water. Like it was almost like the Atlantic Ocean was pumped through a bunch of pipes from the the Atlantic Ocean right to my house. And I was just freezing cold. That's nuts. And I was I had my hands on the wall and I was just like lebron james <laughs> what a
0: beautiful visual though right like yeah. anyone else who's sober in that experience is yeah. like, get me out of here get me out of here oh I gotta yeah do it, but get me out of here but i'm like and you're just picturing titanic yeah man right inside your head it's yeah beautiful. i'm like
1: appreciating these people who perished in that tragic event and but at the same time i'm like lebron james probably does stuff like this like like uh you know Connor mcdavid uh, Conor McGregor, all these guys take like cryotherapy, go ice cold. I have no, no idea morning. if I did it right, but at the point I didn't care. It was more of a David Goggins moment where you turn it all the way cold and you're like, you can't fucking hurt me, yeah. right? And that's what happened. And I took like, I washed my hair, I washed my body. I think I trimmed my, my excuse of a beard uh, at that time. So I was in there for a while and then I got out and then I, I went up to Rena, my girlfriend. I'm like, hey, like I got to go, I got to go for a run. Like I'm feeling it she's like oh whatever okay sounds good because remember now it's like about 4 30 a.m somewhere yeah, there wow yeah and she's like just kind of whatever you know whatever starch can't even see what me. are you on yeah yeah get, get <laughs> out of here yeah little did you know <laughs> so uh i go i get my shoes on and i don't want to wear socks because i want to be one with the earth but i know that if i go barefoot i'll i'll probably get something yeah. <laughs> you know what i mean or like a rock in my foot or yeah. something i'm yeah, not well that done. crazy <laughs> yeah. so i you know, I lace up my shoes, and I'm wearing uh, uh, actually an RVL tank, and I got my RVL sweats on. Respect. Not even trying to plug. That's what I was wearing. Um, and it's, uh, it was 10 degrees out, so it was not, war- it was not warm. And the, the sun was just, it wasn't even up yet, right? It's like 4.35 in the morning. And I live in the River Valley. Like, I live in Cloverdale. Mm-hmm. So my backyard is, is trails, and you can do trails forever. Sweet. So I jumped outside and I put my earbuds in and You're I was in listened. the jungle. You're in the jungle. I'm man. in the jungle. Just yeah. like we are right now. <laughs> so, I put my earbuds in and, or my AirPods and I listened to what I've been listening to is Conor McGregor. Yeah. I always get Conor McDavid yeah, Conor yeah McGregor mixed up for a second. And I just like type in Conor McGregor motivation and it's just a compilation of these people that put together about how he manifests things. And he, he pictures things and he does a law of attraction. Like he's a, he's a law of attraction gangster. Like he is all about that. And I listen to his walkout and I'm, I'm feeling it. Right. And I'm like, if he can do it, I can do it. And he's not in the same arena as me. I'm not going to be a fighter anytime soon, but I'm, I'm applying it to my life. So while I'm walking, I'm listening to all this. Right. And then I start running and I'm like, Hey, I was like, I can do this. Like, I'm going to start running. I start running. I'm going up this path. And I go up to this high school. It's like McNally. And it's, keep in mind that the the trail has trees that grow over it, right? Yeah. And it's dark. And I'm on psilocybin. And I'm trying to fight the urge to jump down the path metaphorically Ooh. into the ba- into the dark side where yeah. all the shade is, right? And I get to the top of the hill and I'm like, okay, hey, good, good. And I'm like, does David Goggins stop? Absolutely fucking not. So, there I am at the top of the hill. I look down. I'm like, no, I'm gonna keep. I'm not going back. I'm gonna keep going. So I keep going, and there's this bench. And anyone that knows our beautiful city, there's this bench at McNally High School that overlooks the North Saskatchewan River and our downtown core. So I'm sitting on that bench, and I'm like, David Goggins wouldn't stop. So (laughs) keep going. I get up. I ran all the way home. So that's four k. So four kilometers to the bench. I ran. I touch it, I run all the way home, touch shrooms. my door. Yeah, and I'm still peaking. Like I'm still pretty high, but it's manageable. So that's that's 8K now, and then I run all the way back to the bench, and I touch it, and then I run all the way back home, and I touch my door, and then I run all the way to the bench again. Is it three
0: times or two times?
1: I actually do it, did it four times.
0: Holy shit.
1: Without stopping. My, my uh, AirPods died, and I was just running on just my own it was playing so vividly in my head that i was I, it kept going but it was dead you get that like doo-doo-doo, doo-doo-doo, that sound when it dies yeah so i'm like fuck these things i don't need these things and i put it in my pocket and i go to the bench and i've like hey i've earned this now i sit on the bench got my arms out and there's people walking their dog now it's about what well, actually i don't even know what time it was but the sun's up
0: yeah people, people walking their dog. Now.
1: yeah i'm sitting on the bench and i see the the river start going boom. You still feel it. I'm still, feel, I'm still fucked up. <laughs> the, the river. I'm like, this thing is flooding. You know what I mean? But I'm not tripping. Like, oh my god, it's flooding. I'm like, this thing is rising. Uh, and then I had, I was cognizant to know that, you know, I'm just high. So, um, I'm like, hey, now I know that I can do something I haven't done before. I've never ran, and that's up a hill, you know, and then down a hill. I know I can do this stuff. I'm athletic. I'm, I've kind of attacked the the athletic part of it. Mm-hmm. So now I'm like at a point where I can talk to myself and believe myself. I'm not like, you know when I don't know if you've ever been like super fucked up on some kind of drug like acid or something, but if you're talking to yourself, you don't know what is reality. So at this point I knew that, I knew I was high, but I knew I could manage it. So I'm at the point now in my subconscious where I'm like, hey, you can actually coach yourself into ridding yourself of any type of addiction and also changing your mindset on Anything you want, like you you have the law of attraction in front of you, and you have the reins in your hand, and I thank God I recognize that, so I'm walking, and that trail is very windy, and the 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 path is it's laid it, it was like it was laid down just for me, so I'm walking down the trail, it's very windy, and I get to this part that anyone who walks that trail there's a lot of people that's why I'm saying that, like people know yeah. it there's a lot uh sorry it's uh it's it's shadows now so i'm in like a dense wooded area and there's these tall evergreens and spruce trees and they're they're kind of scattered throughout the path and i'm walking in the path and now i'm like i'm chest up and i'm jacked and i'm the fucking man and i'm walking through this thing and i look at these trees and the trees they come out of the earth and you know the branches start at about three feet and i'm I'm like, this path is my path. I'm like, this yeah. is a fucking metaphor. Yeah. wow. I'm like, oh, I'm getting chills just thinking about it. Yeah. Like, this is a metaphor. I'm like, I used to hide by these trees. Everyone's afraid of this windy path. So instead of staying on the path, they go to a tree because they know what a tree is. And that tree could be anything. That tree could be sugar. Like a tree could be cocaine. That tree could be MDMA. The tree could be food. It could be whatever. You're going to cling onto that because you know it. Mm-hmm. But you're still in that dark path. And it's not you're not going anywhere, but you recognize it, so you stay there, whether it's good for you or not. And I recognize that as I was walking, kind of floating, if you will, through these paths. And I go to the next tree and the next tree and I'm like, that was my parents splitting up. That was me being homeless. That tree over there was me getting my house taken away. That was me getting my truck taken away. That's me losing some friends. That's my one of my friends killing himself. And I would just I would hang there. I would hang out there. And I was walking with a smile on my face in real life. Big smile on my, my face. Because I knew that I was going to get through the trail. And I'm looking and there's some daylight. You're kind of looking and there's... you know, The sun is gleaming just blessed down on this field in front of me. Light and Light at the end of the tunnel. Light at the end of the tunnel. And I'm walking through this path <clears throat> knowing that I'm going to get there. But not afraid to recognize these little things that I, I used to ignore. And it was... You know, celebrating my celebrating my victories is is one thing that I used to always uh, get in trouble with. I I didn't really drink to, to um, uh, when I, while I was down because I I dealing with anxiety really well. I need to hit it head on. So if I'm drinking, it's because I'm celebrating, right? Mm-hmm. But I also celebrate my small victories because mm-hmm. <laughs> so I was you know always wanting to drink. So yeah, um, I I'm ready like to deal today. Me. I want to grab a beer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's yeah. right. So I'm recognizing these things. I'm going through this path, and I see the light. And I'm smiling, I'm so happy because I've I've now faced all these things. I've there's some people in my family, I won't say, but I'm looking at these burrows, let's say, where the where the branches start, and I'm like, I forgive you, it's not your fault. Like I forgive you, and that one that was my fault. Please forgive me. I've forgiven myself. That guy is dead, old Anthony, he's dead, and and I had this like surge of like okay, you're, you're okay now, you're, you're a different Anthony, you're the next Anthony, you're version 2.0, let's do this. So <laughs> I get to the last tree that's casting the shadow like a start line, like a crisp line on the floor. Uh, and I'm stopping at the shadow and then one more step and I'm in the daylight because the sun is out, right? And I stop there and I think to myself, I'm like, okay, hey, one more step and you've got this conquered so i'm like i look back and i'm like fuck all you guys like in a good way right yeah yeah this yeah. guy's dead it's yeah, all demons yeah demons that are
0: still haunting your brain clearly that have now come up on a clean slate yeah and i've now fought them and
1: fucked them up and it, it in a matter of minutes only so i stand there and i go like this and i just kind of threw my old skin off and i went fucking done and then i jumped in the daylight and i raised my hands like i had a ufc belt uh the stanley cup or Sick. something and I'm like, oh, I'm the fucking man. <laughs> and I, started, Love that. I started doing jumping jacks, and people were walking their dog. And they're like, how are you? I'm like, really good. Yeah, really, really
0: good. <laughs> people are just like vibrating yeah. off your energy. Yeah, like that exactly. guy's having a good time. One hundred percent.
1: And I start walking home, and and I just started like crying. I'm like, yeah. in a great, beautiful way, because I'm like, I've I've done something that has taken me forever to do, and I've forgiven myself. I used to I used to just beat myself up till very recently on the the shitty things I've I've done and like you know being addicted to cocaine and and I can't believe that was me and and you know what I mean all this all this stuff but now it's like okay hey, that's over now you have no longer you I will not give myself permission ever again to feel sorry for that guy and I'll never be able to get back into that because I'll I can I can't resignate it with it anymore. And the only way I was I'm convinced the only way I was able to do that is because of psilocybin. It got me to a point of this this manifestation and subconscious level in my mind that I could believe what I was thinking. Like if we're if we're not on psilocybin and you're like, you know, you talk to somebody and be like, yeah, I'm going to be a millionaire. If they say that, they're going to be like, I don't know if I'm actually going to be a millionaire, right? The doubt sinks in. And- yeah. I created a plan. In my head, so quickly that everything that I planned out, I fucking know I'm gonna achieve. I know it. All I have to do is execute. And, and I, I went home and I told my girlfriend everything uh, that happened, and and uh, I actually uh, can't
0: imagine a reaction. <laughs>
1: well, she actually took it really well. I was worried that she was gonna be mad, but at the same time, I was just like, if she's mad, she's mad. I, she's gonna see how 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 beautiful this was. It's a result later. of
0: what you conquered. That's right. That yeah. she's going to be extremely proud of that, that you came out of with that.
1: That's right. And I that's explained right? the story to her and I was pacing my place and she didn't get mad at all because she could see it in my eyes and she could see my soul. She's yeah. like, this guy's got it. This guy's this guy has it and he's ready to fuck shit up in a good way, right?
0: That's amazing.
1: So we actually, a uh, little side story. She actually popped the bottle and I ended up taking fucking eight of them because I didn't know. Like I one day my thing, I... I we Whoa. yeah dude so <laughs> the thing with me and if anyone who knows me you know i'm like this I, if all or nothing it's all or nothing yeah it was like that with drugs it, it was just i didn't just do a little bump when i started cocaine i did a fucking giant yeah, rail yeah, yeah and it was like alcohol too like it's not like a beer i think the first thing i had was whiskey and i had the whole mickey and yeah. uh shout out to eric i was with you you know what's up <laughs> <laughs> um and I think, I think my body and my mind knew that it needed to do that to fuck me up that bad. Because if I didn't get that much of a high, maybe I wouldn't have done all this stuff mm-hmm. and, and been able to talk to myself and believe myself right to my toes. Yeah. That, that I it covered was, everything. Everything, man. Everything. You went on
0: that path and it went through every single. I know you listed it quick, but I mean, let's be real here. That is a life full of hardships yeah. that are extremely mentally and physically brutal for someone to handle that one can maybe without that experience hold on to for the rest of their life. That's right. Even just so you telling your story right now, it's just liberating. Yeah. To even hear, to even just be looking from the outside in and really see with my own eyes like how much of a fucking difference that made for you.
1: Huge, huge. Like I have you ever seen that movie uh it's the Elton John movie that it got a couple Oscars. It's very recent. Do you remember the name? Uh, tiny he's an dancer. incredible actor. Tiny incredible Dancer, actor. I think. He's in uh, Kingsman. He, he's a, he's a main he actor. was in that, that three-hour-long movie premiere. Yeah. yeah. Right? yeah. He, yeah. Dude, so at the, at the end of that movie, it was very similar to my trip. At yeah. the end of that movie, um, I wish I remember who, who directed it. But anyways, the end of that movie, he kind of goes into this trance, and he sees all his loved ones, mm-hmm. and he gets to talk to them, and they get to talk to him very uncannily, almost like as a dream. And he saw his mother and father and he forgives them and, and they forgive him. And he just, he just got to take that step back and, mm-hmm. and do that. And that's what I got to do. All Every single one of those burrows or those trees that I saw, I got to look at, take it in, expel it and be like, that's over. I saw you. I see you. You're dead. Like me sleeping under a tarp. You know what I mean? I slept under a tarp for, for like a month, man. And I, I felt that, that cold. that was so cold. I felt that. And then I'm just like, but it's over now.
0: Yeah, it doesn't define who yeah. you are. And it was anymore. like, gone. Yeah. This
1: guy. I You know what I mean? I wronged this person. Gone. My health was gone. Gone. I just, da, 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 I hit it all. And then I got to that finish line and I'm like, new guy. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And it, I'm telling you, man, it triggered something in my mind that I am, I'm in beast mode at all times. And I'm kind of wondering when it's going to fizzle off but i don't think it is it won't. because my my goals now are so it, it's not like this like esoteric thing way up here it's like it's achievable yeah, it's like it's there's clear. a there's a ladder and it's just one wrong at a time man yeah and that's it. it's very clean and nothing's
0: in my way i wanted to i wanted to really share this with you with every step of how you explain that because you're obviously a really good storyteller like let's be let's be honest <laughs> right? you, you painted appreciate that beautifully yeah. and, and i appreciate you doing so because while you were saying that Anthony, it, it brought me to wanting to share this because it, correct me if I'm wrong, if, if four, four stages of your experience, initially it was discovery, mm-hmm. right? You setting that intention when okay, I need to really discover something. And this is the neat part. It, it started and ended with this. It was the realization of, you know what? I'm noticing this is a bad habit I'm creating right now and it could bring me back to a very dark place. That's right. That dark place being when a lot of that's those, those chain of events happen. So it started with that. But the neat thing as I explain these steps is it ended with the very same step where at the finish line, you went, okay, now I don't need to do. I don't need to drink anymore because I realized why I was in a sense. Yeah. I realized it was kind of in an odd way uh, suppressing all the deepest, darkest things that happened to me in my life. Yeah. I was trying to forget about it Yeah. because maybe in an odd way subconsciously it kept coming back into your life, Yeah. right? After stage one of discovery, you had acceptance. Mm -hmm. Step two is when you just accepted the reality you're facing and what's happening. Then the neat part was forgiveness. I feel like that's stage three is when, when you walk down that path and you were just recollecting in a very neat way, every single tree or object that came your way that it was identified as something that maybe you felt you wronged or someone wronged you, Yes, yeah, right, but you forgave either way, yeah, it didn't matter. it didn't it matter. Didn't yeah, yeah didn't you matter. realize I, I can't control that anymore well, what happened happened, yeah, and then after forgiveness, this is the most neatest part is when you reach that finish line, it was a level of I want to put it this way evolutionary adaptation hmm. You you came into a very new stage. You evolved like a fucking Pokemon. Yeah, yeah. But at the same time, you've now taken that yeah. evolution, and you're you're going to adapt because of it. Yeah. You know, you, you you that one change you fixed, very very conveniently, stemmed into I bet a multiple multitude of other things. That's right. In your life that you're now looking at very differently. Very differently, different
1: lens. It's you you nailed it, man. You nailed it, hundred percent. It's everything is through it like this different lens, and I feel like I feel like I just like have this constant flow of like vitamins in me and nutrition, and I'm I'm like feeling things different. Like everything's kind of got like a like a pulse, and I respect it. And mm-hmm. and uh, it, it's it's bizarre in in such a great way. And it's it's um, like right right into work. There's like I'm as you know I own a construction company, and I self perform quite a bit quite a few things and there's certain things you don't want to do like that could be with anything let's say you're well, like with jiu-jitsu for example like you probably want to roll more than you want to drill yeah but i'm taking the same enthusiasm with everything if i'm painting if i'm dapping if i'm putting carpet down if i'm it's the same thing because it's all going towards my end goal yeah because it's so so clear everything is just like a little bit of a rung that i got to get through yeah and i don't even have to like get through it in the in the sense of it's a struggle. It's just like,
0: I'm on my way and nothing can fucking get in my way. That's awesome. It, it's it's amazing. I think a good point to make there too is like in order to continuously getting better at rolling, if we use that analogy with sure. jujitsu, you need to drill. That's right. And I find for you in this sense, you needed to, whether the psychedelic experience was included or not, because let's be fair, for some other people who are extremely against it and they need to meditate and tap into this mindset and they, they possibly can, you needed to drill. You needed to drill your mind to go back to these places yeah. and do all those four steps yeah, to become a better roller, yeah, to be able to now go out and do everything you do at a higher level, yeah. kind of to your point where you feel like you're you're always going to be wired like this. yeah. Right? It's not because you need to, let's say, every 12 years do psilocybin. It's just because you needed to, in a really odd way, have a checkpoint. This was like a major point in your life where, you know what, obviously... Everything outside of our control with things that have been happening, like coronavirus, yeah. you just kind of needed to take upon yourself to be like i need a I need to figure something out, yeah, and you did it, man yeah that's, that's right, i I honor that that you did yeah that. thanks man I appreciate that's that. that's cool man yeah i um I want to know if there's anything left to say about that story because I think it's fair um I'm the kind of person you know when when someone shares something that deep uh, I'm, I'm mine is nowhere anywhere near to be honest. As deep as your story but I think it's fair to share my experience as well for sure and I just want to know if there's anything else left untold about that especially with the aftermath
1: you know what I would I would add is since I've been listening to uh, the Conor McGregor uh, YouTube like I said I just YouTube Conor McGregor motivation pick one and then I go about my business during the day that's kind of what I use to start uh, my build up to taking psilocybin to kind of pump me up one thing he talks about is uh, the law of attraction and manifesting your own destiny and all that kind of stuff. I I bought into that so incredibly much that it spilled into my, well, it's, in, it's part of my everyday life. Mm-hmm. Every single day, I start my day with some kind of law of attraction um, YouTube video or yeah. anything like that. And this kind of, it kind of like opened my state of being and self consciousness. So when I do listen to that stuff, I can kind of like feel it. You know what i mean Totally. so that spilled into my i don't want to say sober life but it's my sober
0: life <laughs> yeah. no it is it really is man. yeah that, yeah that next chapter right that's right i i really encourage that because even for me i don't know if i told you this because i shared a lot is um grade eight when i read uh, ronda reen's the secret the secret and yeah. that's where i was first introduced yeah. to the yeah. law of attraction right on man and yeah. at that age as much as i wish going back i did more things like vision boards. I mean, I hope you can kind of see in this room, there's a multitude of versions of vision boards in here, yeah. right, where it's like, for me, I care about what you see. Kind of out to your point, I think you said it before we went on air, where like, when you're preparing for your next speaker series, you're looking at printing a whole picture of the Rogers Arena and yeah. putting the noise of people screaming, shouting, yeah. and celebrating your name on YouTube. like. Normal people don't do that. Yeah. But like it just shows that you're wiring yourself in yeah. to be like, you know what, it's gonna happen one day. So I best prepare myself right now. Great people. But add running. all these elements in, whether it's a vision board or speaking it to existence. Yeah. What I love doing, Anthony, is like I love let's say going to you or a buddy and being like, you know what, man? I'm gonna run twenty K. Mm-hmm. I don't know how I'm gonna do it or when I'm gonna do it. Give me three months at least, but it's gonna happen. Yeah. And that's my driver. I wake up every day knowing that people are are gonna hold me accountable for that. Yeah, that's right. You know, so speaking things in existence, I, I love that. Yeah. Um, I'll share with you this. So, I had two experiences that really had a big marker in my life at that point that made me look at things differently. And I think it's fair to say this is depending on who you're with, where your mind's at, and what your intention is and the environment you're in is definitely gonna depict what your experience is like. 100%. Both of my experiences, I feel like I'll share the first one and the other one we'll dive into a little bit, heavily changed my entire perception on the, even the people I was with mm-hmm. and my relationship with them, um, on top of just these realizations. So I was at a, a good friend of mine, Steg, mm-hmm. right? He got all of us close friends together. And mind you, we were all homies, like. Too thick and thin. High school, we were all like stuck to each other like glue. Yeah. We got older, life happens. Yeah. You all go about your own journey. So, the beautiful thing he did, and I loved it because I had a conversation with him, and him and I, we, uh, you know, I, if he's listening to this right now, we both kind of knew what was happening here. Where there was an element of he could have brought anybody to his stag. He could have yeah. brought his like most recent homies. Yeah. But he intentionally brought his day one homies nice. to his stag. Yeah. It's in the middle of but fuck nowhere. Yeah. Bragg's Creek in Alberta in a beautiful cabin this thing was huge three levels to it you know six of us closest homies and uh there was a night where we said you know what let's get trippy let's do this stuff yeah we did some psilocybin and relative to what I told my mind I didn't really want to speak it out and be the hippie that said it but I told myself internally and it played out beautifully I said you know what this is exciting first time ever I'm gonna do this with my homies who who know me like the back of their hand Mm -hmm. who know what 12 year old kenny's like yeah and there's so much that's missing i don't really know a lot of what their family life looks like Mm -hmm. you know we never really got there because when you're young and stupid in high school you'd really just party together and talk about sports and laugh yeah you don't get that deep yeah so let's learn about each other's family dynamic let's learn about what all of us really feel about relationships Mm -hmm. and i'd love to know how they view friendships yeah you know like what is what does a friendship mean i have always even had that level of curiosity and asking everyone like that's the one thing especially at that time yeah. where i was like doing a lot of reading on on friendships and articles and it was stating how you have a good measure of what relationships look like then you have a good measure of how to define your family mm. but friendship is always like this thing where it's like oh yeah it's fine if we talk once a month or yeah once a year we we, we pick up off where we left off like there's those levels of different ways of measuring it right yeah. so anyway we make pasta like this kick-ass spaghetti. A couple of the boys, just like making yeah. beat sauce, getting it all ready, right? Yeah. So we have passed, and we're like, "All right, boys, we're just missing one thing. We're missing some mushrooms." Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Sprinkle, sprinkle, right? Yeah, yeah. So we sprinkle up this bad boy. Sure enough, you know, a couple hours go by, it kicks in. Just long story short, I could I could dive into multiple different, let's say, series of the night. There was a point where. And luckily I'm really glad, one of our friends was completely sober, really glad that happened. So you gotta be safe sometimes when you're doing it with with your homies. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We were all sitting in the living room, all of us, just gone. And I had my friend kind of open up that can of worms and having a conversation similar to what I was already thinking of friendships. And I immediately said something revolved around, guys, do you feel like, and I was very vulnerable at this stage, so, like, do you feel like we're all, like, could you classify us all as good friends? Like, are we all, are we all each other's current friends right now and are in each other's lives? Yeah. And it got there and everyone's like, shit, not really, man. Oh, like no. it was like, it was heavy. People were just yeah. honest, yeah, yeah. very honest, very real. And we opened up that can of worms and we all kind of accepted that like, guys, like, we're all adults now, and like we all kind of dive deep and got older in our life and had certain moments where, hey, buddy's playing soccer. He's going to be closer with the soccer homies. Yeah. Hey, you know what? Buddy's doing MMA and he's, he's diving into the jiu-jitsu world and he's podcasting. He's going to be more in that world, but accepting it and knowing that we're all going to be there for each other at the most important part of each other's lives, mm-hmm. like yeah. this right now. Yeah. And I was just accepting that. And then one thing happened when we talked about family. Um, I've kind of mentioned this on air before too, but just to s- slightly bring it to your attention is one of the things I always wish growing up as a kid was uh, family dinner time, mm-hmm. right? I wish I had that. Uh, we were all just so busy in our lives that we never necessarily got that on a daily basis. This got brought up on top of another one friend mentioning his experience of what it was like with his parents divorcing at a young age, and obviously, like any other person who goes through that, it's tough. Yeah. He's the oldest sibling he felt like he had to be like the man of the house immediately at the age of like 16. yeah so he shared same thing we connected he said man all i know is when when i have kids i want to do that for them every day i want yeah. to make them feel like they're part of a unit yeah and him and i you know we bonded over that i had a friend he just had looked at the corner of my eye he started breaking down he's crying like we're all like men just getting real yeah. damn emotional in a room yeah never in our lives have we ever cried in front of one another we all cried for very different reasons at certain points, and especially even myself. And I'm like, yo, man, what's going on? You know what he said? He said, man, you know what? I did not realize how good I have it. You know, he's like, every day my parents drilled it in our heads family dinner time at 6 15, not a minute later. Mm-hmm. I don't care if you got anything else, work your schedule around this time because this is family time. He just started crying. He's like, man. I appreciate my parents so much for doing that now that you guys say that because I didn't realize how fucking good I have it. Yeah. Beautiful. And I was just like, oh, man. Like, just when you hear stuff like that and then you're getting on a deeper level with your friends, I mean, we all got out of that. I mean, as much as still we all don't talk as often as possible, we all bonded on a whole other level at that moment. Yeah. We just started respecting what we really have here. Yeah, You know, having moments like that where we're like, man, not only are we all homies, but we... We all cried in a room with one another and like sh- spilled our hearts you know i i started telling them about how like man i've always struggled to feel like i have real friends and i'm like you guys were always there but like i kind of now know what real friendship looks like and i'm and that's why i brought that up i'm like are we friends because i'm like there's things other people know about me that you guys don't and then we're all like oh, okay tell us like what's going on yeah let's pick each other's brain. Same level yeah, and yeah then at yeah. the very end me and my buddy were like he's like dude Entire time, my mind, he's like, I wanted to do this, and I just wanted everyone to get real raw. (laughs) I wanted to pick everyone's brain. I'm like, dude, me too. Yeah. (laughs) And we had a good laugh, and you know, but I just. That's why you're a host. Yeah, man. Thank you. (laughs) That's perfect. Yeah, I appreciate that, man. But that's the funny thing, right? It's like, I I did want to go into there and be like, what am I going to pick apart? And um, you get out of these experiences, and for you, you did on your own. Look how well you got to know yourself out of that experience, right? So I just figured I'd share that. And there's this one thing that I read in The Mind Explained. It's a documentary on Netflix. I'm not yep. too sure if you've seen it. Yep. I, was, uh, I saw it once, but I needed to refresh my mind and see it again yesterday. It was on psychedelics, yep. especially on psilocybin. And they mentioned a great metaphor. And I wanted to mention this after you spoke your story In mine is, he said that when you're on psilocybin, imagine prior to it hitting your system, your mind and your thought patterns are like trails. So, whatever decisions you make in your day-to-day, whether it's intentional or not, they're always going down the same path. Mm-hmm. You know, do I need to do this? Yes or no? Okay, quick decision. It's all going down this pattern. What psilocybin does is it's the snowfall that goes over all the paths you normally go on and makes a fresh clean slate. Yeah. So picture you're skiing and now you know you no longer going down similar paths you go you're going on a brand new fresh snow. Yeah now you're 100% way more likely to change certain behaviors. Be willing, back to the acceptance phase, of going down a path that you're not normally used to going. But right now, without the the doubt, the insecurity, the what are people going to think about me, you go down that path. That's right. Because it's you, it's you against the world at this point. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was beautiful because after that experience I had with my friends and even the one I've had with my significant other, when we did it, that was the second time I just... I became vulnerable. I became, you know what? I am like this. And I should change this. And hey, I'm willing to tell you the same. And you get out of it with, you know, tears. Like full on. They say in this documentary, that's why I had this laptop out, certain points I wanted to make where, it probably died on me. No, it's good. Where there's moments where psilocybin allows you to face your ego. That's right. You know, you are having... I don't even want to say a battle, but a conversation finally yeah. with wh- who you are and you dissect yourself. Yeah. And I find that's why there's moments where some people might have bad trips because it's like you're facing those demons yeah. whether you like it or you not. You can't lie to yourself.
1: You can't lie to yourself. And that, that is how you do better at anything you want to do. You have to really look at what you're doing and look at yourself and say, objectively, how can I get better at it? And if you're willing to face that, and you're willing to work at it, you're going to be fine. But if you're just trying to continue to run for it, run from it, sorry, you'll probably have a bad trip. Can't lie to yourself when you're fucked up on that.
0: Yeah, that's so true. It's, it's like looking in the mirror constantly, and no matter what word you say, like as though you're watching a recording of yourself, yeah. and you're asking yourself, is that really me or is that not? yeah (laughs) you catch yourself you catch yourself off guard real quick yeah and then you get you snap out of it because you can't help but be yourself yeah that's right i remember picking up that phone when i was in the cabin man and i remember just like texting my brother and like I could barely even text because I was so out of it like this like (laughs) I was like I love you man I'm like best brother ever right and like texting my girlfriend would be like you're the best thing that's ever happened to me (laughs) but like you just you want to I felt like calling my parents like I remember I had a conversation with my buddy yeah and uh it was once he called me and he's like, Dude, I'm so out of it right now. I I did a did a little bit of psychedelics, but I just let you know I love you. Yeah. I love you, man. <laughs> was yeah. like, and he does. Yeah. Now that you yeah. know, you're like, You actually do love <laughs> yeah. me, man. Yeah. Thank you. Exactly, <laughs> man. So, you know, it it's it's something I'm not trying to like again, I wanna go back to the disclaimer. We're not trying to like promote this as you need to do it. But if you're ever in a fucking rut in your life or you need answers and you're going to so many people like hey man what do you think i should do or hey man what do you think and you're just the more answers you're getting from different people it's making you more confused yeah and when you're younger too you don't know which people to go
1: to properly you could go to someone that's jealous of you and you don't even know and he's going to guide you in the wrong direction or maybe that person isn't actually an expert or whatever right and also like for males, your frontal cortex cortex isn't even fully developed until you're about 25 years old. Mm-hmm. So you shouldn't even really smoke weed before then, because it, it'll yeah, it could mess you up. Like it probably will mess you up. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, if you're using it for to check your ego and just be one with, like we said, you you have to get uh, intentional and have a purpose before you go do it. Yeah, and then and then you'll you'll reap
0: the benefits of it yeah i 100 percent agree man yeah. like even that intention i set with my significant other at that point when we did it we were just like like i remember when i did it i was like okay i'm gonna want to really dig deep into us yeah it wasn't you know at that point you know you're in the part of the relationship where it's like oh well, we know one another we're past the honeymoon phase like you feel yeah. like you really figure one another out yeah. So it was kind of like an experience of okay what about us yeah we we dug deep right yeah. we went on like with these conversations about you know what what do you look for in your future what do you look for what are your expectations for the other person if you even have any yeah you know what does a good relationship look like and then you're willing to be honest you're not just saying it to make them feel better yeah and then be like oh we'll, we'll figure it out when we get there when i'm actually honest about myself it's like no we're raw yeah and we got out of that even happier yeah you know what i mean and uh i, I i'm not sure that's the case for everyone but it's it's a really good way of going back to the idea of you find the answers. Yeah. Sheds you know? a lot of light on a lot of things and you it can't does. ignore them. Yeah. I, I acknowledge you for doing it by yourself because yeah. I think about that sometimes and I'm just like, I think I get too scared. <laughs> like, I yeah. don't know where my mind would go. I got that. But you face uh, it.
1: You know what? I get, I do a lot of stuff on my own because I, I, uh, I used to let uh, opinions of others really get, get to me. So once I recognized that I was be, being led in the wrong way or that this one particular person I used to reach out to for advice and stuff. Mm-hmm. Now I know that person doesn't know fucking anything, <laughs> not anything, but mm-hmm. I, you know that you just kind of like, yo, you're wrong. And You're like, holy shit. All these years I've been trying to confine in you and you actually don't really know what you're talking about. Like you kind of outgrow that person. So I got used to doing things on my own and I know that I'm, unique like I, I i don't have a lot of friends that can work with me work out with me or you know have the same kind of drive you know what I mean? they yeah. kind of think i'm crazy and mm-hmm. i get I, I actually like that like it actually fuels me yeah. i like that when i walk in the room and i'm the hardest worker there or yeah. or like yo that guy's crazy he works like 14 hours a day but you know and what i love as a family you
0: know what i love about that though is like i think that's what's allowed you to be like shit. like who do i compare myself now to it's the Conor McGregor's. It's the yeah. Tony Robbins. It's the people yeah. who are the Kevin Hart's. Yeah, you're now you're looking at them like, okay, what, where are you at right now? Where am I? Okay, I see what you're doing that I'm not right now. I need to, I need to bleed into that. I think yeah. that's exactly why your trip started with looking at Kevin Hart. Yeah, that's <laughs> in a really right. yeah. weird sense. I pick right. Yeah, I pick someone that
1: I want to be like. Yeah, you know what I mean. And I'm again, I'm not I'm not going to be communion or anything, but his level of Success and his metric is close to the same metric that I have. So I want to I want to get there Totally, and I'm not gonna look people
0: I'm
1: not gonna look up to people that
0: aren't above me. Yeah, so absolutely. Yeah, that's so true, man. Wow. I'm glad. I'm really glad we both got to share that. With one yeah, guy. yeah.
1: I, I, you know what, man? I love that story. Yeah. Like, I love that. And your story, too. It's suited. Yeah. I can see it.
0: Like, I, <laughs> I want to do
1: that with some of my buddies. And it, it's funny. A guy, uh, one of my closest friends, he moved to Vancouver years ago. He texted me the other day. and He's like, hey, man, how's was you and your family and stuff? Like, uh, if I could have him and a couple buddies, you know, in, in a cabin and just get into it. You oh, know dude, I mean?
0: it, it's amazing because, again, it goes back to your point where, like, you kind of got to, you got to go in nature. Yeah. We were in the middle of nowhere, Anthony. Yeah. Right? Like in a jungle and a cabin, just boop. Yeah. In the yeah. middle yeah. of it all. Yeah. You know, everything was built with like firewood that's around us. There's yeah. a couch on the side. Yeah. Our one sober friend was on a chair like that in the corner. Yeah. And we were all just like submerged in this very intimate <laughs> yeah. space. Yeah. Right? And uh, you know what? It ended off. We were still feeling it. But we all just, we, we were like kids again. We're 14, yeah. we're putting on the music, we're doing little skits. Yeah. Me and my buddy, we grabbed this huge spoon, bro. Huge. <laughs> like like this gigantic, <laughs> the size of this canvas, yeah. bro. Like an ore. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was like a huge spoon. So we put on this nice, you're going to love this. Put on this <laughs> nice, light, like Italian music in the background. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, as yeah. if like we're dancing yeah. in, in the middle of Italy, right? Yeah. So we pick it up and you hear like, do 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 And I pick it up, buddy grabs a beer he's like eh throws me the beer I'm like hey I catch it while I have the big spoon Yeah. I, psh, I open the beer right this is all being recorded yeah. I open the beer I put it in the spoon and we're all silent like we're all like <laughs> pretending like we talking yeah. and I'm like who wants to come my buddy's like screw it i'm coming so he gets up <laughs> goes on the other end i'm pouring bro like this beer on this end of a spoon <laughs> and i just drop it straight into his that mouth is, man yeah. it's crazy. i can imagine but that, like i don't think that could have ever happened creatively yeah. and willingly if if we weren't just no they'd on be like buzz, you're like you're this... fucked up man like, what's wrong with you <laughs> yeah. yeah now it's like totally normal dude yeah, don't yeah. grab that spoon we're gonna have to pay for it if we break it yeah yeah oh man that's magic that's so good. It was cool, man. <laughs> Psilocybin, right? <laughs> Let's switch gears, man. I mean, you know what? I feel like this was already a beautiful episode in and of itself, but I think we could kind of highlight some key um, aspects for you and even for me on another passion we have that's sure. more so um, mainstream and, and more so that anyone else would be proud. Your mother would be proud that you're doing this. Yeah. <laughs> Which, is yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Which is fitness, right? Yeah. And I just, I wanted to tap into your brain a little bit with the last like 10 or so 15 minutes Mm -hmm. we have on your, 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 your love and your willingness to take the time for being fit while still operating a very successful and, and, and time consuming business, Mm. because I find you and me both know it. So a lot of business owners out there, a lot of entrepreneurs who happen to be uh, a lot of my new clientele who I like working with, a lot of people who are very busy, sales-driven individuals, business owners, who always feel like the last thing on their priority list is fitness. Yeah. They don't have time for it. They got to still go back home and be with their kids. They, they need to grow their business. So their health ends up being kind of washed away. Yeah. And it's something where you're, you care a lot about fitness, which still, oddly... Still able to have time for your business and your family. Yeah. And you're big on earlier you said there's so many things in your life where you'll constantly feel like it needs to be needs to be at the top level. Yeah. Right? So why don't you just kinda guide me through initially like why is it so important for you and, and how are you able to still keep that balance? Well, first of all, I I was always always into fitness
1: since about about grade ten. And actually not even really fitness, just looking a certain way. Like not being fit, but being like jacked. You know, for the girls and all that kind of stuff, yeah. right? So that's kind of where it, where it started. Confidence, but, right? Yeah, it builds confidence. You look good. You feel good. Um, but, you know, what I do on a day-to-day basis is I treat my fitness as a branch of my business. So it is just as important as accounts receivable, accounts payable, paying my trades, my trades in general. It It's just as important because for me to to grow my business, I need to be... Um, I'm in competition at all times. So I want to be better than the other business, right? Um, more or less. I'd like to be better than I was yesterday. That's how you should really look at it. But w- the way I look at it is I I need to be as fit as possible so I can operate as as uh, efficient as possible. So that's how I work. my My fitness is worked into my daily routine because it's so important. So I know that when I wake up, uh, let's say I start at eight, my phone can start ringing at eight. There could be the supplier issues. There could be client issues. There could be subtrade issues. The list goes on. So I won't get my workout in if I, if I just start at eight. You know what I mean? Uh, I, yeah. I go right into work. I get going. And then when I get home, I kind of pride myself on, I want to take over. Like So I want to take my son and make sure that my girlfriend has the rest of the night off. She can go do her thing because she's locked at home, especially yeah. with COVID right now. She's locked at home. She can't really do anything. You know what I mean? So I want to take over. So I'm not going to be able to get my workout in at that time. So what I do is I, I'll wake up at like 4.30 in the morning. No one's calling me at 4.30 in the morning. No trades are open. No suppliers are open. None of that. So I'll work out as hard as I can. And uh, it it basically has, along with psilocybin, has changed my life. Because you get your workout out of the, out of the way and you, as a male, your testosterone get, just gets amplified right so that's where all of our energy is coming from and and uh just makes you feel good during the day so mm-hmm. you know these people that think they don't have time and stuff like that just wake up earlier yeah you know what i mean it's so it's so so important to have that uh part of your routine discipline and routine are are huge for me uh it anchors me dwayne johnson talks about that all the time as like find your anchor and his is the gym so as long as you you can anchor your morning For me, it's mornings. If you can anchor your morning in something which is working out, the rest of your day will
0: follow. That's brilliant. Yeah. I love that, man. That was very well said, right? Really, really well said. I want to obviously mention, let's say, the, the caveat is, of course, a lot of people will go, okay, sure, wake up earlier. What about all the demands and things I got to do the night before? Do I got to have less sleep? So obviously there's an element of sacrifice, sacrifice, right? There's going to be, they're going to have to look into their day. That's right. They're going to have to look into how much time they're spending doing certain things. But from your opinion, right? I love that you said this. You mentioned that fitness is just another subcomponent of your business, like accounts payable and accounts receivable. Like yeah. It's just, it's a part of it. It's part of it. If you weren't, if you weren't as fit as you are, took the time for yourself in the morning, you wouldn't be as aware and, and consciously there when it does come to your business. Mm-hmm. So that's a huge point. But when it comes to, let's say, someone being like, okay, well, Anthony, what do I got to give up? Well, what do you think is like the first easiest, maybe couple things you find someone should look at and being like, do you really need this right now to have more sleep or to sleep earlier yeah. to, let's say, wake up at that time to do so? Yeah, I would say give up cable.
1: <laughs> <laughs> buy Netflix. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, limit yourself to it. It's true. and It's very true. And I'm telling you, man, I, I sleep six hours a day. And I work in construction, which is one of the most, besides like professional fighting and all that kind of stuff, it's one of the most physical, demanding jobs ever. It's a workout in and of itself. Yep, yeah. and it's very stressful, very mm-hmm. very stressful. It has it. Not every job is the same. You can't just have like a routine, uh, in your business. Um, and not every job is the same. You're dealing with clients. You're dealing with tradespeople, which tradespeople are uh, it can be a little bit much of like big time pain in the ass Mm -hmm. (laughs) a lot of eagles is what i'm saying in there Mm -hmm. um and you you're you're putting your heart and soul into these spaces like building this place for example the person who built this house is is taking pride in his crown molding and his and the walls and the baseboards and the you know what i mean there's a lot of moving parts there's a massive amount of logistics Mm -hmm. and then i have a two-year-old and i pride myself on being extremely involved as a dad nice and i actually do that thing where I, i want to be I want to be a beast in all things. Like I'm a beast of a dad. Like I, I have tons of buddies that are just, I work and that's good enough. And I fucking hate that shit. I want to be yeah very th- much there for them. And I want to relieve my girlfriend of a lot of the, societal duties that the woman's supposed to do like i don't believe in any of that shit. i love that man just want to be a beast all day
0: every you know woman I mean? right now is like anthony please <laughs> yeah, yeah. Choose me, yeah, choose yeah. me like sorry i'm taken yeah, like, yeah. i'm my number one <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> your dms are just they're gonna yeah, be calling exactly. now i have to listen to this <laughs> blocked <laughs> <laughs> i love it uh
1: so what i'm getting at is i if i can operate on six hours of sleep you can operate on six hours of sleep anyone mm-hmm. can mm-hmm. elon musk does it yeah. I'm a fucking bitch compared to Elon Musk. He, <laughs> he is the CEO of like everything. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So true. So you can you can give those up. Like you have to sacrifice a little bit of sleep. And people, oh, I need eight hours of sleep. No, you don't. That's bullshit. Six you years. just have to get used to it. Yeah. Once you get used to it, it's okay. I used to need needs to need eight hours of sleep, but I don't. If it's a priority, you'll do it. And what I I think everyone should do is take on inventory and do an audit of your life yeah what do i do just like even just take a day and just say like okay this time i woke up and then i had coffee dissect it i had coffee i had an orange i went to work i stopped for this i stopped for that you can you can find if your workout takes i can get i can blast myself 40 minutes i'm dead i can do it at 20 minutes if i really wanted to Mm -hmm. you can find 20 minutes i don't care what your day is like This is, I take an example. She she doesn't. Re- we haven't really talked since high school. That, me and this girl, but uh, her name is Brienne. She's uh, she does like um, competitions like bikini and stuff. Yeah. She has two kids and she's on stage all the time. I'm like, okay hey, if this mother of two can like look like that and be disciplined like that,
0: word, like it's it's
1: not unachievable. You know what I mean? Discipline. Hundred percent. Discipline. Takes, yeah. Right. And I'm not a superhero, man. I if I can do it, you can do it. You can do it. Yeah. Anyone can do it. Love you can that. find. You can find the time. Just make it a priority. You don't need. You don't need to sit down and watch The Office again. You don't. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? When I'm watching Netflix, I'm telling you, man. When I'm watching Netflix, I'm watching. Uh, usually before bed, if all my shit's done. Yeah. You know what it's I mean? It's a treat. It's candy. Yeah. It's, it's a right. reward. And it's a documentary. I'm watching something that's gonna. I'm gonna learn from something mm-hmm. I can apply to real life. Love it. Uh, like. Uh, oh, the last dance, one last dance, mm-hmm. watching Michael Jordan and uh Dennis Rodman is uh and Pippin all those guys you like see greatness, you're like damn it it inspires you, and yeah, it's Netflix, and you're watching it, and like you could be doing other things, but that's kind of my little break,
0: yeah where i can that's uh, knowledge yeah, yeah right and even like, i it think it. despite whatever you're watching i think it's very fair to your point about hey you know what don't cut it out completely yeah Just still have a balanced life right like the the, the, the notion mind cheat day or like you know what if you're gonna watch mindless television after a full day of work do so yeah if that calms you down yeah Right. Yeah. especially like the last dance yeah and you it's need to know yourself to you
1: need to know yourself so if you know that you need to take take a beat when you get home and then you'll go do something, do that. But if you're like me where you can't stop until you're ready for bed, do that. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You need to know yourself. If I go home and I sit on the couch, a lot of times, like I'm I'm like crazy disciplined, but I really wanna stay in that couch and I can see how the average person would just stay on that couch. You know what I mean? So if you are gonna skip the gym, uh, when the gym's open, hopefully soon, thank God, hopefully. Otherwise, you
0: could just come in the basement. You could do those curls. Yeah, yeah, the exactly. Show again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did a little pump up before this because I needed <laughs> yeah. it. I was wearing a short enough sleeve. I love it. Uh,
1: if, you, if you can't drive, like if, you're, if you go to work and then you drive past your gym and go home and you know you're not going to go back to the gym, go to the gym on the way home.
0: You, you, you need to know yourself. Pa- yeah, pack you know the mean? shirt and shorts with you. Bring yeah. it. Convince yourself it's happening. Meal I love Meal prep
1: you gotta, you got to lean your day out as much as
0: possible. These are all things that are going to save you time. 100%. And if you right.
1: have the time, you'll do it.
0: Something I... Uh, it's an exercise I do with my clients, actually, is we break down the typical day. That's awesome. Know, and I... It's a lot of me asking questions. I don't know what your life looks like. I can't tell you what to do and when. You know what it's like balancing three kids and a wife and obviously attending them and then your freelancing gig and then your full-time job. So yep. I'm just going to ask you certain questions about, okay, well, what feels routine to you? Because there's such... Uh incredible amount of attention we deserve to give to having a routine. I yeah. feel clearly like correct me if I'm wrong. You have one. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right. Time. There's just something regimented about it's at this time I do this, and there's going to be a certain amount of time I do it enough times where it's going to feel normal. Yeah. Like how many times, Anthony? And I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you this out of whim here. Do you ever feel like you wake up without your alarm clock? All the time, every day. Done. I beat it. Beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. I beat it every it's day. so wired into your brain now yeah. because you told yourself six hours a day of sleep. Every morning, there's going to be some sort of element of fitness or me time. Yeah. Start work, 8 a.m., no ifs, ands, or buts. Yeah. I do this with my clients and it's to my surprise, there's a lot of things they just do at different times. And then they feel like, well, I don't have enough time in the day. Yeah. Because maybe in between, there's little things like, oh, going on the phone or doing things when you're not supposed to that happen yeah. where your day just goes, bye-bye, it's yeah. already gone. The fuzz. It's your, yeah, it's out yeah. of your fingertips. So yeah. I acknowledge you for that, man. Like that's, it's not easy. When, when we're in that time frame, it's really important for people to just go one habit at a time, mm-hmm. right? It's starting with one thing, because they're gonna look at your life, they're gonna hear this and be like, well, I wanna do that right away, let's go clean slate. Yeah. I'm gonna wake up and go to the gym every day at 8 a.m. tomorrow. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you're, if you're normally waking up at eight to get to work at nine, maybe get up at 7.45. Yeah. Go 15 minutes prior. Yeah. And instead of trying to get to the gym, do 20 push-ups. That's right. Done. Great start. Do that for a week. Yeah. Next week, wake up at 7:30, go for a 15-minute jog. Yeah. Right. Like, just start with baby steps to build up to what you're doing.
1: Yeah. Right. Yeah. Of oh, that, for me, it took years. Yeah. It took years, and it took, it took me. One of the biggest things is it. It has to be a priority for you. Like, if you really want it, then you'll do it, and you have to realize that. In order to get what you want you have to do these things you got to be regimented and stuff if you kind of get your mind going there then you, then you'll do it you'll get up earlier you will yeah. start working out and doing that like I like what you said doing like push-ups first and waking yeah. up 15 minutes earlier than you normally do like if I start boxing today I'm not gonna go fight Tyson tomorrow you know what I mean yeah you're gonna start building your way up yeah that's what you need to do
0: no I agree man yeah, I, I love that I wanted to bring it to, to the final end of our conversation here sure Um. One thing that I know is super exciting that's coming up for you, Anthony, is you're going to be speaking at uh, the Disrupt HR event. That's right. Which is huge, man. I yeah. know during the time you were applying for it, I was, you know, shooting you messages saying, I know you're going to get this for sure. So yeah. that's no surprise to me at all. I appreciate that. Tell us about when that event is, how people can get tickets, because I-, I hope people join me, because I want to take a front row seat and see that Yeah, that'd action. be awesome, man. Yeah, yeah
1: it's at uh, uh, the Jim Shaw Theater at Nate. Yeah. Um, and it's it's called Disrupt H-R-Y-E-G. Uh, you can follow them on Instagram, which is the same name, at Disrupt H-R-Y-E-G. And I'm going to be talking about harnessing addiction in the workplace. How somebody like me, who is massively addicted to cocaine, how you can harness that energy and desire to want something into wanting something that's positive. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be my... My keynote for the night, 300 people. I'm jacked for it, man. I'm excited. This is the biggest one you've done so far, Biggest right? one so far, yeah. Most that's of them are perfect. Perfect, man. We're going
0: to add another zero to that in a couple yeah, years' time. That's right. That's the goal. going to be awesome, yeah. man. And when's the date again? September 16th. Beautiful. September 16th. Get, we could get tickets to the link on the HR Disrupt Instagram handle, right? That's right. Yeah. Beautiful, man. I just wanted to double check. Yeah. And other than that, dude, wow. like To just sit here with you and learn more about the man you are, and, and really see who Anthony is today, mm. after we have, and I've learned sitting beside you, where you were at before, yeah. it really brings things together to, to really truly define the amazing person you are, man. It's awesome, right? I appreciate like, that. You're, you're someone who's great to have. I'm thankful I have you in my corner now and you're closer to me in my life. And even just in general, like everything that you're doing, man, keep it up, because you take real life principles and real life mistakes Can you apply them to influence? I think that's really important. I think it's amazing that someone can look at you and that's anyone who's done some stupid fucked up shit Mm -hmm. or who's just made mistakes and be like, you know what? He's done it and turned his life 180 and is now known in our city, in our province as someone who's like, hey, it can be done, why can't I? You give people that, that, that freedom and power to do so. And that's what gives me liberty because even for me, Anthony, a lot of times I always learned that, you know, my biggest fear when I started podcasting was I'm not the best at speaking English. Not that I'm ESL at all or English as a second language. It's just I always knew that the way I bring messages across are not to the level of storytelling once upon a time the way you do mm. because let's be honest. There's a level of being able to tell stories and confidence in what you say that, that is needed with public speaking. It can be taught. Yep. It can it yeah. takes time, and for me, when I see someone like you, it, it just makes me feel all the more happy to to see that. Hey, I'm out here every single day. Every single guest I have, those nerves never leave. Yeah, right. You know, I still in those first two minutes, as much as I try and uh, suppress it, I, I get nervous. Yeah, same it happens. Right. Yeah. But it's just great to see that we're only human at the end of the day. That's right. right? We don't need to always look or be perfect, and mm-hmm. we kind of look back. And you, similar to your story with what happened with psilocybin, as you look back, you connect the dots. You just become that much more appreciative to feel like a champion yeah. and raise those hands like you're holding the copper belt to realize that you've grown since all those things have happened that have told you otherwise. Mm-hmm. Really yeah. appreciate that, man. Yeah, that was totally, very man. awesome. Appreciate that, bro. <laughs> so so much. you know how it is, man. I mean, if there's anything else you'd like to say, um, where can people find you? How can people connect to you, especially if people are hearing this and getting a taste of Zerzetto for yeah. the first time?
1: Uh, Instagram's the the one I'm on the most. I actually I got rid of Facebook due to uh, the, all the covid fake news that was going around like, yeah anymore, <laughs> yeah um, sorry but, zuckerberg <laughs> yeah yeah exactly uh instagram at mr.zorzetto beauty and then my my business one is at anvo underscore construction
0: perfect man that's awesome well guys You know how it is. We're in the jungle with Zerzetto himself. We went in the jungle this episode, literally and figuratively. Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, you know how it is. We talk about how to survive, how to thrive and keep the good vibes going in life and business. That's a wrap. Thanks, my brother.